everybody. It is the morning after with Nick and Big J. Here we are on the 27th day of 2020 and of August, to be exact. My name is Nick. There's Big J right over there. Yeah. Big J, how was the birthday? It was good, man. It was just uh, pretty uh, pretty casual. That's what you wanted, though, right? Yeah, yeah. And I uh, went over to my daughter's house, which is weird. Right? <laughs> Sat at your old table? No. Uh, yeah, yeah, you're right. Sat at my, uh, my old couch, uh, but it's very cozy. And uh, she made some paella, and uh, we had some uh, huckleberry crumble. Huckleberry crumble? Yeah. Sounds good. That was dessert, I imagine. Yep. Beautiful. And you were happy with the paella? Yeah, it was, you were it was great. Happy with the crumble? Yep. Happy with whatever beverages were served? It was just a fun night. Did the house look uh, clean and to your approval? Oh, yeah. Of course they're going to take care of their own place. <laughs> you know? Right. Right. That makes sense. That makes sense. Well, good. I'm glad it was a very good birthday. And now I say to you, happy anniversary, Big J. Yeah, the morning after uh, my birthday. It's kind of all all put in together. Yep. Uh, today is the 13th anniversary of this goofy little thing we call a morning show. We were wrong. We thought it was last year was the 13th year. Yeah. Remember that? Yes, I do. I do remember. <laughs> Our man. It, we, we can blame the fantasy football for that. Yeah. Because we knew it was the 13th year fantasy football. We're like, how does that make sense? It's, but it's it does. The, it's the it's, uh, you're born and then a year later you're a year old argument that can confuse the hell out of you. Right. It's right. like time travel. No. But this is this is the 13th year of the, the morning after. So... Uh, let's open up the show by saying thank you. I mean, listen, you know, you when you when you start a radio show, radio is one of those fickle businesses that you're just not sure what's going to happen or when or how it's going to take you. And so uh, when you start a show, you hope you're around for a while. But I don't know, even in your wildest dreams, do you think you're going to be doing a morning show for 13 consecutive years? Oh, yeah. And um, I've had some discussions, I think. At least on one particular radio station, the show is the longest-running morning show currently. Yeah. Uh, there's There are a couple uh, teams that have been bounced around to other different radio stations. It's like the longest concurrent-running concurrent, morning show yes. in, in the Treasure Valley, which is nuts, because, I mean, that includes some legends in this business. <laughs> also true. <laughs> So to uh, to have that kind of longevity in a place is nuts. And so, uh, listen, at the end of the day, there's no possible way in hell we could do what we do without at least some people listening to us. And while there are days where we're not sure why, we certainly do appreciate you guys listening to the morning after as much or as little as you can or whatever the case may be. But uh, it's, uh, it means the world to us. We're happy that we're here and we appreciate you guys coming along for the ride and in a uh, full-on just state of respect in your case for tuning in we are going to bribe you with metallica stuff today to keep listening including a chance to go see you at the drive-in in just a couple of days at the caldwell terrace drive-in we got some passes to that to give away with pop culture smackdown today we've got a vinyl set of snm2 that we're going to give away with bad impressions so a chance to win some really cool metallica things big j will have a nerd alert it should be a pretty good show but we also play music on this show damn it including some nirvana this is smells like teen spirit here on the morning after with nick and big j on the x rocks Morning After with Nick and Big J. Looks like it's going to be one of those weeks when it comes to coronavirus numbers in the state of Idaho where we're kind of up and down and up and down and up and down. And after some pretty high numbers yesterday, we're back to, I'm not going to say decent or good even, but at least it's better than what it was. Not shocking? Correct. Uh, We're up uh, in and around about uh, 300 
between the confirmed and probable cases on Wednesday, according to Idaho local health districts. An additional 81 new probable cases, 221 new confirmed cases. We're now up to 30,780 throughout the entire run of the new cases. Once again, Ada County leading the way, 76, 31 in Canyon, 16 in Kootenai. And uh, nine new deaths also reported on Wednesday, which is still pretty hot. Uh, We're getting high death numbers back. We're up to 337 total in the state since that began. So that's not great news, but at least we're kind of, I don't know, rolling around the whole below 400 mark, which is where we want to be, which is good. But the, uh, the positive test rate is still fairly high, which again is what they really look at when it comes to whether or not you're considered a quote-unquote hot spot. And we're still up around 11% for that, meaning 11% of the people getting tested are actually coming back positive, which is fairly high here mm-hmm. in the United States. In the NHL, that was really the only teams that played a whole hell of a lot yesterday. The Flyers beat the Islanders 4-3 to in overtime. That series is tied up at one game apiece. Lightning big over the Bruins 7-1. to Tampa Bay is up 2-1 in that series. Avalanche over the Stars 6-4. to Dallas is up 2-1 in that series, but... The big story in sports yesterday came when the NBA decided, just plain and simple, not to play. Well, the the Milwaukee Bucks decided not to play to start out. They kicked that thing off. That's absolutely true. Um, they decided that they weren't going to come out and play and boycott the early game on the ledger yesterday. And that decided uh, everybody to kind of go, hey, that seems like a pretty good idea. They had a meeting and they decided, sure enough, they're going to cancel all the games yesterday that were supposed to be played. The uh, players decided to sit out and protest over racial injustice. The action comes in the wake of the Jacob Blake situation in Kenosha, Wisconsin. And the aftermath of that, the Milwaukee Bucks, of course, play about 40 miles outside of Kenosha. So this hits home. And uh, let's not forget that Sterling Brown, a Milwaukee Bucks player, also had a a pretty significant racial run-in with the police just over a year ago. And so that was a whole big story as well. And so this has hit home for the Milwaukee Bucks, and they decided, you know what? Right now would not be a great time to play basketball, and so they decided not to. Now we decide and see what happens next. There was a meeting yesterday uh, with the players where they decided, okay, what are we going to do for the rest of the playoffs? And that will continue today. There was a little bit of a vote, but I don't think any decision was made, despite what the votes were going to be happening. So the NBA just said that the scheduled games for Wednesday would be postponed, uh, and they didn't say when they would be played and what is going to happen. So there's three games on the schedule for today as well. Not sure how that's going to shake out. But that's a situation in the NBA. I'm not sure if we'll have a resolution for anything uh, coming up uh, by the time the show's over, even by the time the games are set to start for today. Big J, can I interest you in going into Idris Elba's fight school? Yes. He is set to create a boxing school. Uh, I don't think you qualify because you're not a disadvantaged youth. You're right. But you can still watch the documentary on the BBC called Idris Elba's Fight School. Elba said, quote, I see history constantly repeating itself, and I can empathize with these kids. I believe there's a better way to teach people, and you don't need anything to protect yourself. You just need your two hands. So Idris Elba's going to teach some kids how to fight. Let's do this, right? Yeah, registered weapons. And then take them to Fight Island, and let's see what happens. And winner take all. And let's turn this into some sort of blood sport and see what happens. Kumite. Kumite, indeed. Morning After with Nicky Big J. There's your first round of important stuff coming up in a few minutes. We'll do some said nudes, plus Big J will have a nerd alert for you. 
Big J's Nerd Alert on 100.3 The X Rocks. And all gaming news here, Nick, as uh, Fortnite Chapter 2 Season 4 is happening and bringing with it a uh, teaser trailer earlier this week, a Marvel Universe of Heroes, villains, characters, skins, weapons, and new challenges. Nick, something I've really admired about Epic Games and what they've done with Fortnite is the crossover stuff. It's pretty cool. So, uh, apparently Galacticus uh, is threatening to devour the new world, Nick. My God. And so, the new season dubbed the Nexus War sees a new set of Marvel characters to arrive and fight against him and help unlock the new battle uh, paths, including uh, in that will be Thor, Iron Man, Storm, Doctor Doom, She-Hulk, Mystique, Groot, and Wolverine. And so each character has their own special quest, which will unlock a built-in emote related to the hero or villain. The battle pass features 100 unlockable rewards, plenty of Marvel-related new items included, and new Marvel-themed superpowers can be adopted in battle. So a lot of fun for that, uh, for the crossover fun of the new season there for Fortnite. Do these things go away? Like, I mean, once you unlock, like, I mean, can you, like, still play as Thanos from when they did it with Endgame? I, I don't know. I've never played Fortnite, but I'd imagine, no, that they would go away. It's a limited time oh. type of situation. Mm. Uh, we've got uh, news as the uh, Black Ops 2 Cold War uh, trailer came out yesterday, Nick, and the campaign is a direct sequel to the first Black Ops game set in 1981. So it highlights the ever-escalating conflict between the Soviet Union and the United States. At the center of it, some familiar faces. Alex Mason, the brainwashed protagonist from the first game, is joined by Frank Woods and Jason Hudson, two mainstays of the series. Players won't control them, though, instead taking on the role of an unnamed operative, taking the fight to the Ruskies. Uh, Cold War is planned for a release on November 13th, Nick, on uh, PlayStation 4 Windows PC and Xbox One. It's also coming to PlayStation 5 and Xbox Series X, but given the unknown release dates of those next-gen consoles, it's possible this will happen after the initial release of the game. So, early leaks indicate that players will need to purchase a, quote, cross-gen bundle if they want to upgrade their current-gen game to the next-gen of consoles, uh, which is something you might be seeing more uh, as we get through this, although it's said that PlayStation 5 and Xbox Series X will both be backwards compatible, so uh, you know there are probably some features and things that in those regular next-gen versions that will be accessible that wouldn't be with the backwards compatible, or they wouldn't be doing it. Uh, one Cold War, uh, Once Cold War is released later this year, Warzone uh, will move into Chapter 2. Now, that's, of course, the free-to-play Battle Royale version and uh, we'll be getting new Cold War themed content. All the progress Warzone players have already gained will carry over into Chapter 2 including all the weapons and unlocks from Modern Warfare. The next chapter of Warzone will also uh, in include shared progression between Black Ops Cold War and Warzone, meaning the items earned in one can be used in the other. So it's very tricky how they're going to do this but it's very exciting as well. Like the current Modern Warfare related version of Warzone, Chapter 2 will include Battle Pass with free content and periodic free updates with new content that all players will have access to nick cool yeah it's very cool and, uh there's uh in the trailers great they have i mean a very uh, amazing looking cgi uh cutscene of ronald reagan and uh, a lot of historical things going on that they're uh doing with the game wolverines uh, wolverines final here console gamers starting to lose their patience a little bit waiting for their favorite uh to not only drop the prices of the next generation but also when pre-orders are going to be coming for the holiday season Sony has taken a note and offered up an opportunity for diehard PlayStation players to get on a waiting list, Nick. 
Well, you have to be selected to get on that waiting list. So you head over to PlayStation website to get on the waiting list for pre-order invite. Now that invite might never come. Uh, hard to say just what would qualify you, but the verbiage here says, and I quote, based on previous interests and PlayStation activities. Nick. Oh. So once that you get that email, you need to act fast, though, if you want to be able to reserve. Oh, by the way, you're reserving your spot here, and you still have no idea how much it's going to cost. Well, not only that, but like every article that I read, I mean, it's actually kind of marketing genius when you think about it. Every article that I read, whether you're a PlayStation person or an Xbox person, says they're both coming out in the holiday season, and regardless of the demand, they don't foresee any shortages. That's how much they are going to make. And then you're like, okay, so if there aren't going to be any shortages, why the hell do I need to wait in line to pretend that there's going to be a ridiculous oh, amount? There, of there's going to be shortages. You think there will be? Oh, yeah, absolutely. All right, we'll see. Uh, and, and this from PlayStation in particular is that they're, they're being very careful about the number of pre-orders that they give out just because they don't want to run into that situation. Yeah, again, I, I'm not uh, I'm not super... I, I waited a little bit for PS4. I will wait a little bit for PS5 as well. I'm not going to jump on right away just because uh, we've talked about it before. This is when yeah. all, all the messes get out of the way. Yep. The first couple of weeks and months for sure. There's your Nerd Alert courtesy of Big J on the way. On the morning after with Nick and Big J. Big J, you're hip with the kids, right? Yeah, man. I, I mean, you got your finger on the pulse of everything that's cool. Damn right. You know all the terminology. You really have taken things to the next level. So when I say FOMO, F-O-M-O, what's it mean to you? Damn, that is new. Uh, I guess I'm not as hip as I thought. FOMO? FOMO, yeah. You're fake homosexual? What? I don't know. Faux? Fear of missing out. Oh. Not what I thought it was. Clearly. It is a phrase coined by young people, but a new study says it's a feeling people of all ages can relate to. Washington State University researchers have found that aspects of self-perceptions, namely loneliness, low self-esteem, and low self-compassion, are more closely associated with FOMO than age was. Data shows that social media use is not a good predictor at all, but lead study author Chris Berry says that, listen, we're not all equally prone to the fear of missing out on something. But for those that are, social media can kind of exasperate it. They're ex- exasperated. So there's one of those deals where you start to feel a little bit worse about things because maybe other people are taking advantage of things that you can take advantage of. And while it can have negative impacts, it did not appear to relate to people's sense of life satisfaction. Because, listen, at the end of the day, I think everybody feels like we're missing out on something. Yeah, you for know sure. What I mean? Like, it's like, oh, okay, I could have done this, or I should have done this, or, I mean, listen, especially right now, when you're, you know, six months deep into something that, you know, it has affected some plan of yours in some way, shape, or form. There is little to no doubt about that at this point. And so now you are probably going, okay, man, I was supposed to go on vacation, like, I mean, two vacations now. And it's like, oh, that could have happened. That could have happened. So you're going to feel it. It's just the good news is it doesn't really affect you as much as you think it might. But don't let it if it does start to. Sometimes that's easy and sometimes it's difficult. But if you can do it, you can do it. So try to think positively, Big J. And know that okay. everybody's missing out on something. You are not the only one. You are not the father. For instance, Nate McMillan is missing out on the gig. He got fired from the Indiana Pacers head coaching job yesterday. Two days after his team was swept out of the playoffs by the Miami Heat, the second year in a row they've been swept in the first round. 
The unexpected news came just two weeks after it was announced that McMillan had been given a one-year contract extension. That kind of sucks, right? Yeah. I mean, two weeks? Hey, hey, you're going to be okay. We got you next year. Fired. I mean, two weeks ago, it was like, hey, thanks so much for all the work that you've done. Really appreciate it. How about we extend you one more year? And then two weeks, you're like, yeah, no. McMillan was the head coach of the Pacers for four seasons. So now he's looking for a gig. Well, Big J, I guess they're saying that DC Fandom, the event that happened on Saturday and Sunday by Warner Media, was a pretty big success. Uh, it virtually put together eight-hour strings of programming for DC's movies, TV shows, and video games, and they say that it was a huge, huge, huge deal. According to the studio, uh, DC Fandom's Hall of Heroes event garnered 22 million views around 220 countries and territories over its 24-hour run. That is live streams and all sorts of stuff. The film, video, and the game trailers ended up being the biggest things that ended up, you know, impacting the fandom the most. Uh, you saw the first trailer for the Batman. Yeah. You saw the first trailer for Snyder Cut of Justice League. You also saw the roll call trailer for the Suicide Squad and, of course, a new trailer for Wonder Woman 1984. Uh, all of those combined have pulled in over 250 million views since Ooh. Saturday. Uh, and so the DC Fandom actual hashtag trended on Twitter in 53 markets and YouTube in 82 markets. So I ask you, Big J, 22 million views on the stream. That's pretty good. Is it a big deal or is it just we're thirsty for content? You watched it a little uh, bit. Yeah, no, I, I would say, yeah, there was it, it was it was a combination of the two. It, it was kind of a big deal, but we are thirsty for that stuff. Um, you know, had had you had concurrently going on a regular Comic Con, it would not have garnered that much attention, probably. Or, or even like a Marvel thing, I think probably would yeah. beat it into the ground. Um, you know, but uh, yeah, I think it was you could yeah, it definitely was a success. It was very interesting the way they did it, and uh, I appreciated getting to watch some of it. But not only that, but also, I mean, uh, I guess kind of counter what people have thought of the DC world. For the last couple years, not a lot of negative things coming out of it, too. I mean, most because of the stuff it doesn't has been look like crap, right? And so, so it's a big difference. Uh, sometimes, I mean, it depends. There's been some good stuff in there over the years, what? but there, huh? What? Well, I mean, Wonder Woman was good. Yeah, Man of Steel was yeah. good, right? This will seem like so long ago, <laughs> but yes, I mean, uh, and we like Birds of Prey too. That was pretty good. Yeah. So there have been some good. And Shazam was fun. So there's been some good things in the DC universe. Uh, but there has been some bad things as well. I'm just saying it's been rare where there's been this much content rolled out by DC and everybody was kind of like, yeah, okay, I'm into it. I'm into it. So maybe they are trending in the right direction, which is a good thing. Morning after with Nick and Big J. We're going to twin towards We're Going to Hell. That's coming up here in a few. With Nick and Big J on 100.3, the X rocks. Big J, we are headed to Glasgow, Scotland for today's We're Going to Hell story. Your Scottish accent, please. Yes. <laughs> we get the Sean Connery. she blows. That's just the, uh, yep. the extent of it. The level that we're working with here. Either way, uh, it is sometimes nice to know that it's not just the United States that's full of just completely ably people. You understand? Oh, good. And sometimes it is people from other countries where, you know, you don't usually think of like Scotland at the top of that list of people that are countries that have just completely insane people, but it, it, they're everywhere I guess is what it boils down to. And it's fantastic. And a reminder that you never really know when somebody you know is going to snap or what they're going through, right? Yeah, falling down style. I mean, at some point, everybody has a breaking point. And unfortunately, 
for Gillian Furphy, a young lady from Scotland. She uh, helped Amy McNulty reach her breaking point, a 22-year-old in Scotland as well. All three, There were three ladies in a cab, Big J, headed to a nightclub in Scotland, right? Having a good time. Yeah. Woo! And so... Scottish nights. <laughs> there was... Uh, Gillian, there was her sister, and then there was Amy. And uh, Gillian's sister kind of sitting in between Amy and Gillian in the back seat. And they're all having fun getting ready to go clubbing. Big J, what? Probably pre-partying. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. They, they, they do not say if alcohol was involved before the actual event. Uh, but uh, the ladies were ready to have a good time. And apparently they were meeting up with their boyfriends at the club, and just good times were going to be had. And that is when Gillian, as a joke made a disparaging remark about Amy's boyfriend, right? Mm-hmm. And Amy did not take that very kindly oh, at man. all. Oh, man. Don't talk about my man that she way. She was not upset, and so she started to get super upset. And and the poor uh, Gillian's sister sitting between them are like, listen, this is awkward. I'm just trying to have a good time. I got two of my friends now arguing with each other about stuff. And, and Amy wanted to fight. Let's fight. It's time to fight. Fight. And Gillian's like, I'm not going to fight you. Get out of here. And then the sister's trying to break things up. Uh, and so that is when things got a little ridiculous, Big J, because that is when uh, Amy reached over the young lady sitting in the middle of the two, uh, latched on to Gillian's ear with her with her teeth, Big J, and bit her damn ear off. Right oh, there the when Tyson. Yeah. Just went, ah! Started pulling her hair, ripping her ear off, and then uh, spat her ear on the floor of the cab, Big J. Puh! Take that. And the fighting resumed. Of course, Gillian's now bleeding profusely. The cab driver's like, what the hell's going on? Pulls over and calls the police. The taxi stopped. Amy then fled the scene on foot. Bye. And ran off. And, of course, Gillian was left there uh, bleeding. Officers showed up to the scene. They found the ear on the floor of the cab. Unfortunately, they were not able to reattach her ear, Big J. So she is sans one ear. She is now mutilated. From here on out. And so they finally caught up with uh, with Amy and arrested her, and uh, she was sentenced to 210 hours of community service as a fine. And she's got some chompers on her, Big J, so she probably was able to do some pretty good damage. Yeah. So she also lost her job as a bookmaker as a result of the uh, attack as well. A bookmaker? Yeah. I believe, what is that? Like a tax person? Does that sound right to you? Does that yeah. What a bookmaker is? Somebody that does the books for a business? Uh, she did apologize to the victim. She did say she overreacted, and she wasn't no. very happy with her. No, that was an acceptable reaction. Uh, and uh, that is why, because she felt like she was so, uh, I guess, remorseful about the incident, it's how she avoided jail time. But uh, And apparently Gillian has accepted her apology, which is weird. Maybe I mean, they don't need to be drinking. <laughs> no more nightclubbing? Is that what you're telling me? Yeah. Uh, so keep that in mind. You never know when somebody, I mean, and they had, you know, Amy's never been arrested before. She's never had any kind of issues before. I mean, it's just something snapped in her, and she was like, I need to take this woman's ear off. And she did. So mission accomplished, question mark. And now she's got to rebuild things from here on out, and she'll start with some community service. Morning after with Nick and Big J, there's your We're Going to Hell story. It is the X Rock. That is Green Day, and welcome to Paradise here on The Morning After with Nick and Big J. Only one of us in this room has a Costco membership, Big J, but you use it on the regular. Oh, yeah. Uh, (laughs) And you are a big believer in it, and one of the things that's been missing from Costco over the last couple of months has been the food samples, Big J. Have you missed them? 
Uh, no. No, I really haven't. Did you used to partake when you would go on food sample day? Sometimes, but it's just, it was, it's such a pain in the butt. People stand around forever waiting for their chance at a sample, and it's just, <laughs> the whole thing about it is just ridiculous to me. So yeah, I don't, it's not something I really cared about. Uh, if you did care about the food sampling, you may be happy to know that since missing because of COVID-19 safety guidelines, of course, uh, they have gone away, but... Apparently, they're coming back, but they're not going to look the same as they once did. Uh, instead, they're going to feature dry, prepackaged goods only. So, no more fresh samples, first of all. Second of all, uh, not really samples as much as it is displays of what the finished product will look like. Like, for instance, uh, on Instagram, it shows a kind of familiar, familiar kiosk set up at Costco. But rather than having the food cooked right on the kiosk, there's a clear display case that shows the cooked product and then dry packages of ingredients stacked in front of it. For instance, this was like a uh, organic spaghetti and pasta and, and spaghetti sauce kind of a thing. And so there was in a clear display case a plate of cooked pasta with sauce on top of it so you knew what it looked like and then the actual product Never in front of it. Never seen that before. So you don't Never get to try Never seen spaghetti before. That's right. It does. It looks exactly like a plate of spaghetti like, that you've seen a billion and a half times. Holy crap. But at the other hand, let's see, sample people have work, so that's a good thing. Right. And it, I, I guess it gives you a chance to see what the product would look like on a plate. You know, you can see all the uh, the ingredients inside the sauce and that kind of thing. So it maybe gives you a little bit more of an idea of what the food cooked like would look like. Uh, in this case, however, it's unclear if the package items are there for customers to take home and sample themselves, but that does seem to be the case. Uh, he's, they, according to the, uh, the, the Costco spokesperson, it's a little different than what we're used to, but we'll take it. It looks like they'll be giving out prepackaged dry samples and not on all demos, but this could be the new normal. So the kiosk also displays price information, allergy alerts, and reminders to customers to socially distance when they're looking at the samples as well. So there's that. So welcome back, Costco samples, but not like kinda. you kind of know it. Yeah, a little bit different in some places, and I'm sure it's not everywhere yet. It kind of depends on the region probably, but it's something for you to partake in if you don't. Morning after Stay with out of my way. Nick and Big J. Don't clog up the lanes for Big J to get from one place in Costco to another. Yeah. Uh, he doesn't have time for you to wait for your, your sample. Is there any particular food that you'll always sample when it comes by? Because I've always noticed that some of the stuff, the samples are kind of the same. Cheese. Sometimes. Cheese. You will late, wait in line for a cheese sample. Nope. No, you no, won't? No, I'm not going to wait in line, damn okay. it. All right. But if there's cheese out there, that's yeah. one that you'll go out of your way at least to check out. Yeah. Now we know. Morning After with Nick and Big J. On the morning after with Nick and Big J. All right, Big J, do me a favor. Think about your favorite fast food, okay? Okay. Now, think about just French fries. What's your favorite fast food French fry? Um, oh, man. I mean, for a while it was Del Tacos. Okay. But then they changed out their nacho cheese for this queso blanco that I don't care for. So, it's not the same now. Well, hang on. Take the dipping sauce off. Oh, yeah. I would never eat a plain fry. What? Yeah. Are you serious? Yeah. So, I know I live in Idaho, but uh, I'm not a fry guy. My God. Like, it's got to have something of, of note. Uh, Spruce is a company that produces uh, a bunch of different products. They recently analyzed Google Trends to determine the most popular fast food fries 
in each state in the United States of America. What do you think was Idaho's favorite French fry? Um, I don't know, McDonald's? Yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, it, it, McDonald's led the way uh, in the United States as well with 15 states, but it also uh, led the way in Idaho. Of course, Idaho has a pretty strong connection with McDonald's French fries. I mean, the Simplot connection is right there looking you in the eye, so it makes sense that when it comes to fast food fries, there's some allegiance with Idaho and McDonald's. Uh, Burger King and, believe it or not, Taco Bell tied for second place with six states each, even though uh, Taco Bell's fries were recently just pulled from the menu, so you can't even get them anymore. Arby's and Popeye's took four states each, and then New York was standalone with Shake Shack fries being their favorite. And Texas is a state to name Whataburger fries as their number one. The only other standalone Big J was Wisconsin. Can you guess what Wisconsin's favorite fast food fries was? Culver's? That's right. And 100% was Culver's. Uh, What's my ward? What's my ward? Nothing. Uh, And so it is nice to see that uh, that we all have our own little taste and there is some variety from state to state. And uh, McDonald's tops Idaho here as number one when it comes to fast food french fries anyway flyers beat the islanders in overtime last night four to three series is tied one one lightning over the bruins big seven to one last night tampa bay uh, up two to one in that series and the avs beat the stars six to four dallas up in that series though two games to one last night there was no playoff games the nba players sat out the games yesterday because of racial injustice The Jacob Blake case is on top of everybody's minds. There's a lot of unanswered questions, and the Milwaukee Bucks led the way. Of course, all this went down in Kenosha, Wisconsin, about 40 miles outside of Milwaukee. So the Bucks were the first team to stand up and say, you know what, not going to play the game against the Orlando Magic, and then everybody else followed suit. The NBA went ahead and postponed the game's From yesterday, not sure what's supposed to happen with the three playoff games today that are scheduled to take place. There's another meeting with players only uh, discussing possible strikes, and we'll see. There's a bunch of NFL teams today sitting out of practice because of it. There were some baseball teams yesterday that didn't play, and basically uh, it may come down to the sports professionals saying, hey, listen, we're just not going to entertain you until you can figure it out. And we'll see what ends up happening in that route uh, and what's going on. And there's a lot of unanswered questions and there's a lot of stuff that has to be figured out, but there's some questions of what's going to happen today as well. So it's a developing and ongoing story to be sure. Believe it or not, Big J, uh, Big and Bill and Ted Face the Music is coming out this weekend. Yeah. You can download it if you want, VOD style. It's also available on some screens as well. But according to USA Today and more importantly, according to Keanu Reeves, do you believe... Bill and Ted are not stoners at all. No. Well, that's what Keanu Reeves says. He says, let me get one thing straight. Bill and Ted are not stoners. Uh, He knows the character inside and out, so I guess you're just going to have to trust him when he says this. But apparently Bill and Ted don't get high, at least not every day, according to Keanu Reeves. He is promoting the, uh, the threequel. He says, quote, they're just sweet and, you know, kind of dumb. But they're dumb in a good way. He says, Bill and Ted have a really nice outlook on life. They like people. He says, I'm not going to say they're not, they don't partake from time to time, but he doesn't see them as perpetually being stoned uh, and that kind of thing. So, whoa, right. There's what? that. Maybe they're just uh, dumb. And so you have to believe Bill and Ted when they say that, I guess. I, uh, you know, honest to goodness, there was a, a fella in uh, in high school that I went to high school with for a while, thought he was constantly stoned. Turns out he never was. It's just the way he he was. It's like Jim Brewer. Yeah. Morning After with Nick and Big J. 
it was it disappointing to you to find out that your your high school classmate? I wasn't felt really time? bad because I judged him totally on that. And now look at you. And he's an American hero. Morning so. after with Nick and Big J. We'll do some pop culture smackdown here in a second. On the morning after with Nick and Big J. And who amongst you would like to go see Encore Night's concert adventure that's coming up this weekend with Metallica? Because that's what we have for you. Uh, a, an entry of you and maybe five of your friends in a vehicle to the Caldwell Terrace drive-in movie theater to see Metallica. And we'll get you set up with that. Plus, you'll win some uh, Metallica albums, SM2 albums as well, right? Yeah, four. Four. So, you got to beat Nick here in Pop Culture Smackdown today. And there's a special theme, Nick. You got a special birthday today. A special theme? Yeah. All right, let's theme it up. Uh, the number 208 287 1003 is the number that you need to call if you'd like to play a little game called Pop Culture Smackdown. Big prize attached to it. If you think you got what it takes. Maybe, just maybe, you could be going to check some cool things out come Saturday. Hello, The X. Hey, what's going on? How you doing, man? What's your name? Uh, Taylor. All right, you're up first, Taylor. Good luck. Jesse Pinkman from Breaking Bad was played by what fellow Idahoan? Uh, wait, say it again. I'm sorry. Jesse Pinkman from Breaking Bad was played by what fellow Idahoan? Uh, is it? Shoot, I uh, I, I don't know, man. I'm sorry. <laughs> it's all right. Don't feel bad about it. Happy to watch day. Breaking Bad either. Hello, the oh, X. Oh, I did. Morning, brothers. One Couple episodes. Uh, here's BJ with your question, man. Enough to get it. Uh, Jesse, Jesse Pinkman from Breaking Bad was played by what fellow Idahoan? Name's Aaron Paul. Right. Aaron Paul is correct. Uh, Nick. Aaron Paul recently starred in the fourth season of HBO's hit about AI and robot rights. Uh, Westworld. That's correct. You got one right. Good job. Uh, Aaron Paul and his friend Brian Cranston just started their own brand of beverage. What kind is it? Beer? It is not beer. Wrong. This one's going to go for a while, I think. Good. Hello, the X. Hey, here's Big J with your question. Aaron Paul and his friend Brian Cranston just started their own brand of beverage. Do you know what kind it is? Ooh, um, let's say sparkling water. Wrong. <laughs> nope. No. Sparkling water. It's it's liquor. Hello, the X. Good morning. Hey, here's Big J with your question. Aaron Paul, local celebrity, for real, and his friend Brian Cranston just started their own brand of beverage. Do you know what it is? What kind is it? Um, I've got vodka. Wrong. I mean, I'll even take the easy form of this. You answer. will? Yeah. Okay, that's what I was kind of thinking. Hello, the X. Hey, how you doing? Good, hey, man. Good. Aaron Paul and his friend Brian Cranston just started their own brand of alcohol beverage. What kind is it? Well, I just saw a commercial for that. It was a Dos uh, Ombres or something like that. Oh, yeah. There you go. You'll take the actual brand name? I mean, it ruins a question I had for you, but, I mean, he got the name of it right, so right. right. I'll take it. I mean, that's a whole other issue altogether. But what kind is it, actually? It's, it's Mezcal. There you go. A form tequila. of tequila, yes. Uh, let's see. Early in his career, Aaron was featured in this X-Rock artist video from 2002. Uh, was he in a corn video? Is it corn? It is corn, yeah. Right. Thoughtless, Nick. Thoughtless is the name of that. Uh, Aaron Paul got the chance to reprise his role of Jesse 
uh, in El Camino, a Breaking Bad movie. On what streaming platform did it debut? Uh, I'm going to say just Shana Dark and the Vaughn Plan. That is incorrect. Not correct. Boy, got the difficult question. Hello, the X. Good morning. Good morning. Aaron Paul got the chance to reprise his role of Jesse in El Camino, a Breaking Bad movie. On what streaming platform did this make its debut? Um, Netflix. Right. Netflix is correct. Uh, Nick, what part does Robert Pattinson play in the 2008 movie Twilight? What's the name of his character? I don't know. Um, I think Kristen Stewart plays somebody named Bella. Uh, And so I'm going to go with Dracula. Wrong. No, it's Edward Cullen. Right. Edward Cullen. Oh, yeah, Team Edward. Congratulations, man. You got yourself all hooked up with the Metallica Drive-In Pass. You and a bunch of friends are going to go Saturday night to the Terrace Drive-In in Caldwell. Hang on one second, dude. We'll get some information from you. Make sure you're all set and good to go. And we will do some headlines next on the x Headlines on the morning after with Nick and Big J. Headlines are as follows, Big J. Nice surprise. Watch out or not a nice surprise. Uh, watch out! It's best to keep your eyes on the road while driving, my friend. And the St. Lucie County Police in Florida say last week a 21-year-old man was driving northbound when his vehicle, quote, drifted into the opposite lane of travel and then crashed head-on with a sheriff's deputy driving a marked patrol vehicle. Not a good look. Nope. Deputy says that before the crash, he stopped his patrol vehicle, honked the horn, and activated the siren to try to get the driver's attention. Spoiler, it did not work. Wow. The driver in the vehicle said he was, quote, looking at his teeth in the rearview mirror when he came in contact with the patrol vehicle. He was arrested on the charge of driving a motor vehicle without a license. So there's that, too. Maybe he just doesn't know how to drive. Now he doesn't have any teeth. Knocked out. I mean, I don't know, man. The rearview mirror isn't a great mirror to begin with, number one. And number two, you got to kind of pay attention. I mean, you got to be not looking for a long time to merge into oncoming traffic. You know what I mean? It can happen pretty set, pretty fast, I guess, but you got to keep your head on the swivel. That's right. Watch out for everybody because nobody else is watching out for you. You understand, Big J? Nice surprise or not a nice surprise? Nice surprise. Imagine checking your balance at the bank and finding an extra $150,000. How'd you like that? Yeah, please. That happened to Thomas Falling of Crystal, Minnesota recently. The 73-year-old says he spotted the extra money in his account at Sunrise Banks and figured, you know what, somebody at the bank's going to realize that error soon and get in touch with him. Instead, weeks went by and the money remained. So finally, he decided to contact the bank. Money turned out to be from the Paycheck Protection Program, which was established by Congress to help small businesses during COVID-19. But Thomas says, I- I've never owned a small business. <laughs> Not sure why that money ended up in my account. The bank has now corrected that error. So he did the smart thing, didn't spend any of the money, didn't go out and do something goofy, and uh, and end up, you know, cost him in the long run. But... He never did have that money to begin with, unfortunately. So it was a good surprise, but ended up being a clerical error that caused the $150,000 to come your way. Yeah, ultimately, that would just be a major bummer. Be like, oh, wow, that's what it looks like to have that much money in my account. Yeah. That's all I'll ever know of it. Oh, my God, that's great. Oh, no, no, no. Now I owe it all. It's way different if you find a, a like a bag of cash. You know? In what way? 
Well, you can probably keep the cash and nobody will know, be the wiser. Yeah, I'm not sure that's true. You know that banks have like marked bills and stuff and they keep track of serial numbers. And yeah, you just laundered that stuff. No, yeah, well, <laughs> some of us don't have the connections to money launder like you do, Big Jim. Wrap it up with not a nice surprise. It was traveling at breakneck speed. An Ohio house is in really bad shape after a runaway tire hurled across the road at 65 miles per hour and smashed into their front porch, as seen in a now viral video with more than 50,000 views. The ring doorbell clip, which was captured on August 20th, starts peacefully enough with footage of a home's front lawn and cars passing by on a suburban street. However, things take a turn when a rogue wheel flies down the road and into the yard, smoke steaming off it like some sort of weird Looney Tunes thing. In an instant, the tire bounces off a tree root like a motorcycle ramp, takes out a pillar on the house's porch, and then knocking the mailbox into the front lawn and crashing into the door. It even rings the doorbell before finally wobbling to a stop on the grass, still smoking. The clip concludes with a man in pink shorts emerging from the property, staring at the auto part in bewilderment, presumably trying to figure out what the hell just happened. It is unclear what caused the tire to fly the coop, but, you know, wheel runoff crashes generally result of wheels coming loose due to improper insulation. But whoever's wheel this was, was smoking down the road, man. Wow. I mean, it was going way too fast because this thing came in at a breakneck pace. It was nuts to see. And luckily, it didn't do more damage to the house, but he's going to have to replace a pillar on a porch. Luckily, it wasn't a low-bearing pillar. Otherwise, there could have been some really serious issues. But everybody's okay. Just some aesthetic damage to a house and a porch. But watch out for those wheels, Big J. Make sure you tie those lug nuts. You understand? Tighten them up. Yeah. You don't want your wheel flying off. Morning After with Nick and Big J. There's your headlines. You're up to date on everything. See, they're dangerous here on the morning after with Nick and Big J here on the X Rocks. Yesterday was officially International Dog Day, but that doesn't mean we don't have dog news for you, do we, Big J? Yeah, uh, yesterday, Bush Beer announced that it's expanding its reach to the animal kingdom, Nick, by offering something called dog brews. Finally. So it's a 12-ounce can of a drink that is, uh, so any dog owner can enjoy a cold one with their pup companion, Nick. Finally, the dogs can get hammered, yeah, too? No, no, it's canine-friendly and are alcohol-free. Oh, well. But I think the dogs would really appreciate it. They include ingredients like bone and pork butt, whole corn, celery, basil, mint, turmeric, and ginger, all in a drinkable bone broth. Delicious for the pets. <laughs> How long before somebody gets really hammered and starts drinking dog brews as well? Oh, God. No. Uh, four packs are sold online for $9.99 while supplies last. Mm. Uh, why, why are you... It's a lot of money for four cans. Yeah, well, that's a lot of ingredients. Uh, I know. Probably better for you than for the dogs than most dog food out there. Could be, uh, but also, you know, uh, it's different for a beverage too. Most dogs just drink water. You know. Yeah, well, they've never experienced uh, the new age, I guess. Uh, for every case of dog brew sold, Bushwood is going to donate a uh, dollar to the Best Friends Animal Society, All so right. up to fifty gur. You going to share a brew with your dog? Sure. I don't believe you for a second. He he's he gets enough stuff. I'll tell you what. <laughs> I knew it. I knew it. Back to anytime you say sure, it's automatically a no. Yeah. You that's the, the big J translator for you here, everybody. And cool means I'm done with this conversation. <laughs> that's right. That's right. Uh, and so if you want it, it's available at the website you said? Yes. Check it out if you want to spoil your dog a little bit and get him some beverages. 
to share with you in the uh, as summer starts to wind down. Morning After with Nick and Big J coming up in a few minutes. Bad Impressions, a big Metallica prize attached to it. It's next on the X-Rock. On 100.3, the X. A very awesome prize to hook somebody up with here for Bad Impressions. Uh, probably not even worthy of the actual Bad Impression itself. And that is S&M 2 from Metallica vinyl set, Nick. It's very nice. Four vinyl records oh, all set up and ready to go for you and your listening pleasure at your abode on us. Just need two turntables and a microphone. Part, uh, you don't want to be singing over the Metallica S&M 2, do you? Yeah, you're right. Part of the Metallica week we're celebrating here on the old morning after, which will accumulate tomorrow with some really cool things as well. But first, we got to get a winner for Bad Impressions. 208-287-1003 if you would like to play. Big J's got three clues. They all revolve around somebody pretty famous. If you can figure out who that famous person is, look at you. Winning some Metallica vinyl style on us. Let's go to the phones. Hello, The X. Hey, guys. What's up? How you doing, man? What's your name? It's Shane. All right, Shane. You're up. I'm known for doing my own extremely dangerous stunts, which includes flying things. Okay, give me the second one. I'm a famous Scientologist. Uh, let's go Tom Cruise. You got it. Tom got Cruise it right. is correct, Shane. Congratulations. Some Metallica vinyl coming your way. Hold on tight. We'll get some info from you. What was clue three? Just for giggles. I got the need, the need for Tenet. And why is Tom Cruise in the news? Uh, yesterday, uh, a video was posted of Tom Cruise going to the movies, Nick, in the UK. It was a really weird video. It, it was really weird. Uh, and, you know, he's a company man, so they probably asked him to help out yeah. there from Warner Brothers. Uh, and so he uh, he went. And I was surprised, by the way. Of, of I thought there'd be way more distancing in that theater. Uh, but it wasn't the case. And he had on a mask and all that stuff. But uh, he went and checked out Tenet. And there's some video of that enterprise and him clapping at the end. And yeah. given the whole, I mean, it was not a like golf clap. I mean, he was, yes. Well, it was weird. Like, the, the whole video was more about him actually going to the movie than the, the movie Yeah. Itself. Well, yeah, that was the... At the very end, they're like, what do you think? He's like, I liked it. <laughs> And that was the end of it. So uh, it's more about, hey, Tom Cruise trying to encourage you to get off your duff and go to a movie theater. But, yeah, it was uh, it was weird. But Tom Cruise could be a weird guy, I suppose. Yep, and uh, it's, I still don't know. When is uh, the Maverick movie supposed to come In out? Christmas, I think, now. Yeah, or so maybe they moved it over to next year. They might have moved knows, it to next year. Either way, uh, Tenet out in uh, the UK now and uh, next uh, Monday. You can uh, check that out in theaters here now. Well, if you had an early screening pass. Uh, morning After with Nick and Big J. There's your bad impressions. We will do some show wrap-up here next on the X-Rock. <laughs> That is Drowning Pool, that is Bodies, and that is wrapping up the old morning after with Nick and Big J on this Thursday morning. The 13th anniversary special, Big J. Yeah. 13 years the morning after. It began 13 years ago today on a weird Monday morning in 2007. We didn't know what to expect, and now here we are 13 years later. Two very different men, I think. Yes, Big J? Oh, absolutely. I mean, it's weird to see how much we have grown and changed over those 13 years, but I think... uh, for the better? I would I would hope so. Yeah. Just making sure. Just making sure. 
Uh, and thank you once again. We opened the show with uh, with the kissing of your ass, and we'll close the show with it as well. Thank you, guys and gals and kids and everybody that has uh, at some point in their lives made our goofy little morning show a part of theirs. Um, we, we appreciate it very much, whether you have streamed us or podcasted us or tuned us in on your radios or had your alarm clock set to us, whatever whatever it was, man. We, we certainly can't do this job without you guys. So uh, And we certainly wouldn't be able to hang around for 13 years if people didn't listen. So some people are doing it, and we appreciate it very much yeah if you could more of you tell more of your friends like you know i need this man (laughs) don't let big j down everybody please uh that is uh that is what we appreciate from you so thank you guys very much for being with us for all these 13 years here's to uh many more to come agree or disagree big many j. more uh of course we also had a chance to deal a little nerd alert from big j we wrapped up uh, a lot of things when it comes to metallica week but there's one more day in the week with some very special friday things planned including a deluxe vinyl edition limited set version of snm2 that we're going to give away tomorrow one final drive-in pass to give away tomorrow and we decided why not play all of snm2 tomorrow morning agree or disagree yeah so we're going to throw down the entire album for you during the course of the show as well so metallica week will wrap up in a very big way on friday that'll give you a good reason to tune in and that leaves you with the floor big j uh yeah today is national just because day nick i don't know what that means i don't know what he does so, you know what? Just because, how about you go download the Morning After podcast? How do people do that, Big J? You can go to xrock.com. Uh, about a half hour after the show, it'll be up there. Or you can get it delivered to you right in your little phone or wherever, if it via Spotify or Apple Podcasts. Yeah, you can subscribe to it as well on all sorts of stuff. It's up on Stitcher. It's up on uh, Apple Podcasts. It's up on Spotify. It's on Google Podcasts. A great present would be for you to download it and rate the show five stars of course yeah that'd be good and subscribe as well and do us a salad and we will continue to do salads for you in the least sexual way possible tomorrow on the show we will see you then jason drew he is up next have a good one it's the x rock